What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of The Drop. Um, it's been a while since we, we've done a, an episode for you guys, mostly because of Anna. Um, so I'll let her explain that if she wants to. But um, yeah, welcome back. Hi, everyone. Um, sorry for the voice. Uh, I just wanted to have as long of a break from Dylan as I possibly could. Basically, you know, even through a computer screen, I just can't stand this guy. Um, but, okay, wait, one second. Check out this drip. <laughs> I, I can't stand Dylan, but I just happened to, uh, to have this. <laughs> uh, I just happened to have it on, so... Just, uh -huh. just a funny coincidence. Um, Dylan, how, before we get going, you want to tell the people about this beautiful shirt I'm wearing? It's got a little, you know, razor on the back. You know, tell, tell us about this shirt. Yeah, uh, just dropped some new merchandise out there. Uh, <laughs> create, created a website. Now, this guy, I met this guy in St. Louis named, named David, and he showed up with a sign that said, Dylan, have my babies in Kansas City. Thought it was pretty clever and so decided to put it on a shirt and and sell them and uh so far i think anna is our only customer <laughs> and yeah i i just i just put my name on it i just kind of endorsed it and uh yeah that's about it you know what's so funny so how i obtained this shirt is so james got to san clement or not san clementia atlanta late a few days after me and he texts me and he's like, what's your shirt size again? And I was like, oh, like small, small and everything. And then he was like, which, like, do you like white or red more? And I was like, mm, let's do red. And I thought he was gonna get me some cute shirt from like Lululemon or Vori or something. And Are you then just my shirt? I just, I wasn't ready for this. I didn't know that this is what I was getting. And then a few days later, like a package, he comes, he gets, it's like Friday night, day of the tournament. There's a package. He's like, oh, this is for you. And I close my eyes. When I open my eyes, this is the shirt. James <laughs> bought me this shirt. I didn't even buy myself this shirt. James bought me a Dylan have my baby shirt. He said if it, if it had said like, Dylan, I want to have your babies, I probably wouldn't have received it. But since this implies that Dylan is going to get pregnant with my <laughs> children, with my sperm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that just makes the, the whole line even funnier. It's like, Dylan, have, you have my babies. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, we thought it was funny. And, and James was like, don't forget to wear the shirt. I told a few people to tune into your podcast don't forget to wear <laughs> and he wanted me to like wear it and everything and do a little reveal you know i didn't have to rehearse this but but uh yeah so sorry everyone who's uh listening on spotify but you should tune into youtube if you want to fully understand the, the last two minutes but um yeah i'm just gonna you know i had to wear something to wrap the squeeze obviously but the shirt is for for, for dylan um okay but yeah i guess you start talking about MLP, right? The the topic of the weekend. Um, Dylan and I were both in Group A, and funny enough, we played each other in uh, in the very first match of the event. You know, Jared and Jason from the Kitchen wanted us to record a podcast, but I was like, I can't even talk to this guy. You know, I'm in that 
we're in the competitive frame of mind, you know, Dill, is that, is that why you didn't want to talk to me? Yeah. Interesting enough, Anna said that if it was her decision to set the mixed lineup, that she was going to pit herself against me. And that did not happen. It didn't happen. I can't even, yeah, because I think I we were responding to mixed, so why didn't that happen? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm actually not sure why it didn't happen. Were we up 2-0? Yeah. It's because we were up 2-0. I'm actually not sure why it didn't happen. I, In hindsight, I mean, I don't know. Me and Andre were up 2015, but I'm actually not sure why it didn't happen. I think I got vetoed. I think I wanted to play you because Rachel was like, I haven't watched much of Dylan. And I was like, I don't want her playing Dill if she's never played Dill because you're kind of funky. You know, you're kind of uh -huh. funky with the pump fake dinks and everything and the, the weird little poke speed up. So I was like, okay, I don't want, I don't want that. I want to play Dylan, but I must've gotten vetoed. You know, I think it was Jeff who's one of the, does social media for the squeeze. Cause it was like, we were up two zero, and it was, it was Travis in Georgia. And I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. And he's like, he's like, you and Andre finish it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then it was the social media guy's decision. I think it actually was. I think <laughs> we were kind of waffling and he was like, you and Andre, go. And we were like, okay, <laughs> sounds good. And then we kind of got tight and Georgia got hot. That was frustrating. It's always frustrating when uh, when Georgia gets hot because she's just she just lights men up when she's hot. I wish I could do that, but uh, it's not in my bag. And Travis hit a few lobs. He doesn't, the guy didn't hit any lobs, so we were at 20 and then he hit two like sick ones that Andre made me run down. My dad called me later and he was like, you need to tell Andre, if there's a lob, that's his problem. And I was like, uh, I'm not gonna tell him that. I just need to be better. Just need to not get lobbed, just need to be taller. Um, but yeah, Dylan, you know, I gotta ask you, what do you have to say about about that? that we could talk about pickleball too, but maybe you don't even wanna go there. Um, <laughs> you know, to <laughs> Or give us a recap. How about you recap what happened in Group A, which was us, Squeeze, the um, the Ranchers, the Bay Area Breakers, and um, Atlanta Bouncers. Talk about Group A. Yeah, so obviously the Squeeze made it out of our pool. Um, and then uh, the Bay Area Breakers made it out as well. So those two teams were 2-0 and at the end of, of Friday. So the next day my team, the ranchers and uh, who's Pablo's team? Bouncers. The bouncers, Atlanta bouncers were uh, oh and two. So we weren't really playing anything for pride at that point. And uh, the squeeze and the Bay area breakers were playing for the, the number one seed of our division. Um, and then the, the squeeze won. I didn't see the score. Did you guys win that in, in doubles or did you go to dream breaker? 3-1, 3-1. We lost, we lost men's in a, oh, the men's was like, it was just like when Rafa and Tyra played Tyson and Catherine, Rafa was just, and Connor too, but of course mostly Rafa was just, it's like our boys had like overheads on like four or five points in a row and lost all of them. It was just so, <laughs> Rafa was getting everything back. It was really funny and frustrating, but it was a, it was a good match. And then me and, uh, me and, Andre won against Ed and Connor really close. And then Rachel and Zane kind of cleaned up against Leia and Rafa, which is when Zane made the Rachel's, you know, daddy. That's when that whole, 
that whole saga started <laughs> was uh, in that match. But tell me what, tell me your thoughts on, uh, you know, on your team and, and the bouncers like Bay Area is solid all around. I wouldn't expect they'll make changes. You know, I think they just lay and Roth need to play a little better uh, is number two mix. And I think they'll, they should be in a good position to make it a group play, but tell me about like, you know, what was going on? What, what you think about those other teams, your team and uh, Atlanta? Yeah, we kind of had a slow start against your team. Um, Travis and I both felt like we did not play very well against your team, at least in our men's match. And uh, um, so we, we were kind of like at that point, like it can't get much worse than that. So we're just going to go out and try to compete a little bit harder. And we did. Travis and I won our next two games, Georgia and Travis. Uh, Georgia played really well the whole time, I thought. Um, she and Travis won all their mixed matches. Um, but yeah, we we're just, we we're just a little bit flat. I think our team, if, if everybody's playing well, then I think, I think we've got a really good team. I mean, we lost to the, the breakers in a, in a dream breaker. I think they were semifinalists, right? They made it to the semifinals and then lost. So we were, we were, we were close to that team had, uh, had chances to win it in the, in the doubles before the, before the dream breaker too. So. I think uh, if things go our way, then then we could be right there in, in the in the playoffs. I was also feeling a little bit under the under the weather, so I didn't have my best stuff. But uh, yeah, I think I don't I don't think we're we've got anything to to worry about um, as long as we just come out there and play a little bit better next time. Yeah, I felt like in the men's match, it was like. I think Andre and Zane are the best men's team at leaving the ball. It's unbelievable how well they leave the ball. But Trav, like his like one-handed, his backhand's just like five went long and they don't usually go long. And I thought that was pretty huge um, for, for our guys in that one. And then, uh, yeah, for Atlanta, I felt, I feel like, you know, everyone had some questions about that team. I, I still think they're dangerous, of course. I mean, uh, Paris and Hunter, I thought played well, better than I expected. I mean, Andre almost lost to them. And uh, I think they won. They 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 pushed George and Trav really hard, and they did win. Yeah. Uh, against the Breakers, I think. Um, so they played well. I thought Paris played well. I thought Simone. I think a lot of people were dealing with being a little bit sick. There was something going around this weekend. Um, I don't know. If, I I think I heard maybe she was feeling under the weather too. So there was a lot going on. And then, yeah, we advanced. I was really glad when the Breakers beat you guys. Nothing personal, but just so that on. Saturday morning, there was no tiebreaker situation. It was just very straightforward, winning, winning the bye. Um, yeah, so that's all I think really, really say about Group A. And then Group B was the group of death with D.C., Chicago, uh, Utah, and Dallas. So the top three picks of the draft were all in that pool along with James's team, which a lot of people, myself included, thought was one of the top three teams on paper with James, uh, Callie, Elise, and Jay. But they got off to a slow start, Dallas. I think it was a mistake to have James playing the right in men's once they switched that. I think they did pretty well. And then uh, Annalise's team kind of underperformed. But it's tough. You know, it's tough. They 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 wanted to have Gabe Tardio, but Hayden getting sick cost them Gabe. Um, yeah, I thought that group was really fun to watch all around. Uh, oh, my gosh. Did you watch the Eric Lang match? The one where he played uh, against Riley and yeah. Uh, Christian? Yeah. No, oh that, well, the end of it. How did you not watch the whole match, Dylan? <laughs> I didn't. I haven't gone back and watched it yet. Oh but my I heard gosh! Oh my well. gosh! Everyone in the comments is going to be like, 
Roast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you didn't watch that match. That's like the greatest. That's a match that in three years we'll be telling people like, like you know, as a pickleball historian, it's like no, you have to go back and watch that really? match because obviously James and I we saw all the memes about it. We didn't see it live, and Saturday night we were planning on watching it together, um, but it just like it didn't end up happening. Um, I had to go to bed early and stuff, but because uh, I played it eight a.m. the next day. But then we like agreed to not watch it. We could watch it together. And then yesterday night we watched it and we were worried it wasn't going to live up to all the hype. It wasn't going to live up to all the memes we had seen or, you know, everything. And it was better. It was freaking better. Like Riley is smiling like during the match. Like Jackie is smiling. Like Kyle McKenzie's like kind of smiling, kind of just like what is even happening right now? Like I don't think anyone has ever like daddied up someone so hard in men's doubles. Really? It was truly unbelievable. It was that Eric, good? Eric Lang, like, I think there was a meme. It was like best players, Bigel 2014, Timothy Nelson 2015, someone else 2016 to 17, Kyle Yates in 2018 to like 2023, Ben Johnson. I, I'm getting these dates wrong, obviously. And then it's like September 23rd, 1 to 2 p.m. Eric Lang. <laughs> and it was absolutely accurate. Once Mick started, he cooled off. He got dusted by Riley. Riley daddied him up and mixed. But for those like 15, 20 minutes of men's doubles. Eric Lang was the best player on the planet. Ben was getting out of his way. It was unreal. You have to watch Dylan. I can't believe you haven't watched it. Everyone listening, go and watch that match. Chicago Slice versus uh, DC Pickleball Club. You know everyone wanted this match really badly. Riley was like, I'm going to beat Ben. He's playing with Lang. Christian's playing great. And Lang said, no, no, no. Lang was giving him the yup, yup. <laughs> you have to watch it. Everyone has to watch that match. That is a match that no one should ever forget about. Um, I don't have too much else to say about this group, though. I mean, it was really tough all around. The Commodores were unbelievable. We'll kind of talk about them more later, but um, definitely a bit of a heartbreaker for Anna Lee. She didn't do too great. I think her overall record was two and four, so didn't do that well with Irina. Or I think she played mixed with 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 each of with Kyle, Thomas, and AJ. So no rhythm for anyone there. Um, obviously, yeah, I just didn't. I felt like Irina was tight and making a lot of errors and sometimes there wasn't much Annalie could do. That's uh, tough to play with Annalie. It's tough. James uh, wants me to say that Kyle kept speeding the ball up to his wide backhand and that Kyle thought that James was Dylan Frazier. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to add, James? You like the shirt I got her? He asked if you like the shirt that he got me. I did like it. Well, that was Did good. you like the reveal? Did you like the reveal of the shirt? It was a good reveal. It took me back to uh, to Denver. That <laughs> yeah, that's reveal. true. Is it funnier that James bought it for me than if I had just bought it for myself? Does that make it funnier? Um, I like that James got it for you. I thought that was funny. <laughs> it was a total surprise that when he when I like when my eyes I started laughing. I couldn't believe that. That's what I was expecting. Like just an, like an athletic, you know, something nice, you know, my birthday's coming up. I was expecting, you know, maybe something in, a, in like two weeks, you know, but <laughs> nope, <laughs> he had to get it to me ASAP. So funny. Um, group C had Arizona Drive, uh, oh, I'm blanking, uh, the Columbus Sliders. I liked it more when they were the bus. The Columbus Sliders, it's kind of like, you really want to have your team name be like a hamburger? Like <laughs> a, like a mini hamburger? Didn't love that. I thought their uniforms were really cute though. Uh, Miami, Miami. That was a fun team. That was a really fun team. And um, Brooklyn Aces. I loved watching Miami play. 
Miami was like one of the most electrifying teams. Of course, they've got Tyson, but but Miami was so fun. Tyson and Federico were being so funny, like the the hanging up the phone thing when talking about DC. And uh, you know, Fed, I think Feder. Sorry, everyone. Uh, Federico's interviews were maybe only second to Zane's this event. Did you see the one? Did you see some of them, Dylan? I saw the one where he did the phone and then uh, the Spanish one. Do you want to say it in Spanish? Do you want to repeat? What did he say? I don't even uh, what he say. Like something like Corazon, Pasión, uh, and then La Puta Madre or something yeah, like that. Cajones, Corazon, uh, Huevos, Pasión, and then La Puta Madre. It was <laughs> so funny. And you could see like... Cameron is just like, she has, she has no idea what to say. She has no idea what to say to that. She's like, and we're going to a dream breaker. That was so funny. Um, Miami was fun to watch. It was so, I was so happy for Allison Harris. I was really rooting for her all weekend. Um, her, she had a couple sisters there cheering for her. It was so wholesome. She played amazing, of course, like didn't have the best record, but uh, for someone who wasn't even drafted at all and probably didn't come to the event expecting to play just to be an alternate to, you know, step right into premiere. I thought she held up really well out of the matches she lost were really close. Um, so super happy for her. I thought that was a good decision by Miami. Um, anything else of interest to the group? Uh, Hayden out with a migraine. So Tardio stepped in, which, which I definitely, um, the black diamonds were, that wasn't great for them that they lost the ability to have Gabe, but I thought Gabe played well. Arizona advances. Mr. Uh, Mr. Andiamo, Mr. Andiamo is getting it done, getting it done. You know, I think him and Deckel were the best men's team, 5-0. and um, Yeah, that's. I think that's all there is to talk about about group play. Is there more to say about the group play, per se? I will say that uh, in our group, it was cool that Trey Young showed up to, to watch his team, at least for the group play. Uh, yeah, to watch him get dusted 4-0 by us. <laughs> I don't yeah. even really know who Trey Young is, to be honest. I mean, I can say that like he's never going to listen to this. I don't. I know he's a bat. I heard, found out he's a basketball player, but is he like a really particularly good basketball player? Really, really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. What team is he on? Atlanta Hawks. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know. James's friends though, his crew chose to sit like right behind him. <laughs> There's a lot of photos of Trey Young. And someone told me when I was like, okay. And then you zoom in on the side, it's like blurry. It's like Dave. And then like <laughs> another, it's like a blurry Jericho. <laughs> they were like, we're going to make, we're going to make some, some like social media one way or another since we're here. Um, so I don't, sorry. I don't know much about Trey Young, but sorry. Sorry. I did it to you, buddy. Sorry. Might have to do it again. Um, uh, okay. So playoffs. Or I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the playoff matches were, Competitive around, I think Miami versus Chicago was one of the most fun matches. Each of those matches like could have gone either way. I think they all came down to the wire, like 2020 match points. Uh, the men's match was unbelievable. It was so awesome. Federico and Tyson versus Ben and Eric. Eric had come back down to earth, but that one was super fun. Yeah, do you have anything to add about the quarterfinals? I mean, I thought the quarterfinals were good, but nothing. Who was the other? It was Bay Area beat – oh, Arizona. Arizona Drive beat Bay Area. Arizona Drive beat Bay Area. Yeah. In a Dream Breaker, that, right? I was a little surprised, but uh, I thought if it went to Dream Breaker, yeah. Bay Area was going to win. Yeah, I think the uh, a big thing was that the women on uh, – Vivian, the Vivians did better than expected. 
against yeah. Leia and Etta. Like I think Viv Glosman beat Etta. I think Viv David went like four and four, maybe five and three against. I think four and four though. But that was I think that was the main uh, difference maker. And then Julian and De- I mean, if Deckel is serving big, it's so tough, so tough. If he's winning points and keeping the serve, so yeah, yeah. Arizona got it done um, despite. Uh, they, they made it to the semi, even though up until that point, I don't think Vivian Glosman and Bar had won a mixed match. They were 0-4 going into the semifinals. Um, oh, and then I have to shout out Allison Harris again. Her and Tyson really giving Ben and Jesse their biggest scare. It was 2020, it was 21-21. Uh, I was really happy for her, and that was awesome to see. Um, just for her, she's so sweet. I really like her. I don't know her that well, but I really, really like her. And she has what Federico you know, said was important at NLP. I think she has all of those, except probably balls in the literal sense. I feel comfortable saying that, but I think in the <laughs> metaphorical sense, she's got them. Uh, you know who else has major cojones? You know who else does, Dylan? You know who I'm going to say? Rachel Rohrabacher. She's got the <laughs> biggest balls in all of MLP. She played well. She did play well. Really you questioned well. me. You questioned me. We were on this podcast. Dylan was making fun of me. He was like, who is Rachel Rohrabacher? So, Dylan, what do you have to say about mom? You know how that all worked out? about Miss Rachel? I will say that I think you made a risky call, and it is paying off. I don't think the fact that, it, that it's paying off now makes your decision to draft her any less risky. It was risky. It was it was risky, but I the mentality. I mean, before this, the whole you know reemerge and everything. Like the squeeze needed a home run to make premiere, and uh, that's what we went for. I mean, I thought Rachel played so well. It was insane how good she was. Like I was hoping for the level in this event, in the third event, is like I was hoping we were gonna like do okay. Like I honestly was like 50-50 whether or not we'd advance out of pool play. I thought we could beat the bouncers, but I didn't. I really didn't know what to expect. Um, I thought we could do it, but like like she was good in practice. And all we were playing pretty well in practice, but then in the turn, once the event started, we were playing so much better. Like in practice, we were having some confusion. We didn't, wasn't sure about left or right. And uh, ended up kind of deciding to have me on the left, but uh, we, we were having like, pro- like some, just some confusion. But but in the turn, we were like meshing so well. It was great. And in mixed, just no one's ever seen her, which is a huge advantage always. Um, and then she's so aggressive. I think it kind of is a little strange for for men. Like she she really she pulls the line a lot, and it was, it was working well. Um, but yeah, I, in the third event, I don't know. She's going to be a monster. Uh, you know, I'll, I might be covering twenty percent of the court on the right by the third event. You know, we'll see. But yeah. That was awesome. Um, it was definitely me or her for MVP. I think she totally, I think we were both really deserving. I felt like after she beat Riley and was playing so well, I was like, yeah, you know. Take us through your final. What was what was that like? Yeah, so first I'll kind of talk about um, the semi against the drive. I, I was so tight against the drive in the, so me and Andre beat, it was 1-1, kind of expected, gender went as expected. 1-1, one, one, and then um, me and – they responded to mix, so they chose to put Julian and Vivian against me and Andre. Uh, I was kind of surprised they did that 
a little bit. Um, but we won that 2015. It was a little sloppy for me to start. Julian was not sharp all the way through. Uh, he didn't play great. Um, I couldn't get to the kitchen to save my life, and we still won. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Could do it. Andre was Andre's such a good partner though. Like he's so nice. Like it's like pretty early in the match, and he come, he goes to me. And he's like, I'm feeling really hot with my drops. He's like, I'm gonna come over a little more. I feel really hot with it, and I was like, Okay, Andre. Like sounds good. It's a really uh nice way to say that your drops are trash right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what he was saying in the nicest way possible. <laughs> And I was like, I, I see what you're saying, but sounds good. <laughs> come over, please park yourself over here. I cannot do it. Um, yeah. But at the line, I was super dialed. It was satisfying to um, win a few exchanges with Julian because in both uh, Mesa and Daytona, he sent me packing and beat me both times in mix. So that was that was that was nice. Um, even though he wasn't at his sharpest, but then when Rachel and Zane played Deckel and uh, and Vivian, I had to pee so bad before the match started so i left i come back they're down like five one fast so fast it was just a drive and crash fest it was insane like they were so hot on the drive like glosman's drive is insane uh she was connecting it was a little colder then they claw back and it was just it was really tight i've like never been more tight watching my teammates play at mlp i like i couldn't even watch sometimes have you ever felt like that like you couldn't even watch I don't think I've ever been to that point. Not that nervous. Yeah, it was because I, I didn't want to go Dream Breaker. I didn't want to go Dream Breaker against this team. And I was also like, this team has sucked. This team has been so bad. Like, why are they playing so well? Like, right now? Like, come on. Like, this team's closest match was like 21 14. And they're over yeah. here, like, playing out of their minds. Like, I've never seen Deckel want it so badly. He was screaming. He was like, you know, in between points, like, Zane's about to serve it, or like right about to serve twenty twenty, and Deckel's just like screaming, like, <sighs> like at the kitchen line. I've never seen Deckel so fired up and wanting it so bad. He was doing like the like what Paris Todd does, and some women will do, where you just kind of squat at the line and scream at your opponents. Deckel was doing that at, at like at Rachel when he won hands battle with Rachel, like. <sighs> sorry, everyone, on listening to me at loud volume. You know, I'm sorry for screaming into the mic, but. It was awesome. I love Deco. It made me happy. Like even during men's, I was talk. I told Rachel, I was like, "It's awesome to see Deco like so fired up." I love it. Yeah. But it was it was hilarious. Um, yeah, I was so tight. We go Dream Breaker. Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, sorry, Dylan. You're hardly talking. Um, but I guess at this point, the <laughs> main one was tough to say. Um, but in the dream breaker, so Julian is always a little chirpy, right? Julian likes to be pretty chirpy at MLP. It's nothing personal. It's just how he plays his best and how he, you know, likes to try to get in people's heads, which is fine. Um, so they put out Julian first. We're responding. And I'm thinking Zane. I'm like, you probably want to go Zane here, right? Like against, against their stud. But Zane is like, I think Andre matches up better. I want Deckel. And I'm like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. Like Andre's tougher to pass. And I was like, okay, okay. And it also made sense though, because Zane had been returning Deckel's serve really well all match and men's and mixed. And uh, he loves how Deckel slices his returns. And he was just like the way he was like a pickleball. I've never seen a pickleball move the way Zane was making a pickleball move off of Deckel's slices, slices. Um, 
but when when Julian hears he's playing Andre, he's like, Phew. it's like like it was disrespectful that he uh, <laughs> that he wasn't even going to be playing Zane. And then I think Julian like wins the first point, and he's like, like who is this? Who is this? You know, like what is this guy? And then I think Andre proceeds to win the next three, and then it's like he's like it's like, oh, oh shoot, <laughs> Andre showed up. Um, but yeah, that Trimberg was fun. I mean, Andre and Julian had like one of the sickest uh, singles points I've ever seen, especially considering the moment at 9-7. Insane hands exchange firefight where Zane was right. Andre being so tall really mattered. And Zane kind of did eat up Decla. 7-1, hit some passes, hit a Tommy Ernie winner, like just amazing. Um, and then I think I went like 4-4 with Glossman. Uh, Viv, I'm call, just saying her last name just because there's two Vivians, so it's confusing. And then Rachel, Rachel did really well against uh, Viv David. Like, I don't know, she clinched at 21-10. Other so, final, yeah. Do you have any on the, on the other semifinal? It was a uh, Miami versus DC. Did you watch anything? Um, I did not. I did not see much of that match. Who did you expect to win? Like what? What? What was the result you were expecting in the score? I was expecting, I was expecting DC to win, um, and and just straight out like either either three zero or three one. I didn't think it was gonna go Dreambreaker in favor of uh, DC just because the Kawamoto's were playing so well. Riley and Christian are tough to beat, and then they've got really solid mixed doubles with the Kawamoto's and Riley and Christian. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I expected DC to win. The Commodores are playing so well together. I, I got asked, I think, who's my least favorite person to have in front of me in women's, and I said Jade Kalmoto right now. I mean, other than the obvious answer of Anna Lee, but, but oh, Jade is giving me so much trouble right now. I, I used to be able to just light her up, but now, I, like, I can't. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I'm just, like, she's a little, like, munchkin. <laughs> and she's, like, eating me up. I feel like I can't even pull on her. Oh, she's so annoying. They're so annoying. I said it to their faces. They're so annoying. Um, but yeah, DC's uh, DC's playing really well, and I think at the draft, I thought I think a lot of people thought Christian was a really questionable draft pick. They might have tanked an amazing team, but he played amazing. Really happy for him. He totally earned uh, earned that spot. He played really solid in men's, really solid in mixed, and he's only going to get better at mixed, especially um, the final. Going in, I felt like women's was a must win. I feel like if we didn't win women's, we had like an 80% chance of losing the match because Riley is not as scary as Ben. You know, I don't think you're as likely to lose both his matches, but it's like you can't, you can't bank on it, um, on winning his. So when we lost women's, I was really like, oh, shoot. Uh, it might be, we might be done. And uh, then we lost men's pretty badly too. And... So that was like, oh, crap, yo. And then we first we lost the toss, also losing the toss. I thought we were really toast because if we had won the toss, I think me and Andre would have played Riley. I think that's how we would have chosen to do it. You know, so me and Andre go out first. They send out Jackie and Christian, and this is not a this is not a given by any means. We end up winning like 24-22. We were up 2016 maybe, got a little tight. They have a match point. Christian has an overhead. We're down Could two zero. Right Christian's Christian like had an overhead or something, and I just like the ball. I just hit a sky ball like a like a Tyra Black reset prayer, hoping to get back in the point, and we did. 
And then, uh, then I think we had a couple long points. Christian got a little tight. I think he missed like a, he missed like a high forehand in the net. Then he missed an Ernie to, uh, to finish it, to, to give us the win. Um, but all match, all match. Zane is like t- talking to us. He's fired up. He's like, get me a mixed win. Get me a mixed win. And we're going to bring this home. He's like, I'm going to win. Get me a mixed win. And I'm going to send it to singles like the whole time. He's like gassing at me and Andre. He's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. So that was like, I was like, okay. And then literally me and Andre won. And I said to Andre, I was like, I was like, Kyle Yates did it. <laughs> yeah. What did you think were the odds? What, what do you think would be the odds that like Rachel and Zane beat Riley and Jade? Yeah. I, I mean, I was talking to some people before that match started. I'm like, you know, they play this match 10 times and like no disrespect to, to Zane and Rachel who are playing really well, but like, I think Riley and, and Jade were the heavy favorites going into that match. And then Rachel and Zane played, played really well. Felt like Riley came out a little bit flat and yeah. Okay, ten crazy. times though. Ten times. How many times would you have said that Riley and Jade win out of ten times played? Probably nine out of ten times. I would have yeah, guessed. Yeah, it's a nine or ten. Like, is I think what people would think. I mean, one game of Riley scoring anything. You know, maybe you say nine then, but but you, the, Jade is so solid. She makes balls. Great cross court dinker. Um, but midway through the match, I kind of remembered. I was like, wait, Zane was beating Riley and mixed this year. Like Zane and Susanna beat Riley and Andrea. So then uh-huh. once I kind of remembered that, I, I remembered that pretty early. And I was like, oh, like, like Zane has done it. Zane has done it like just a few months ago even. And, uh, and Rachel's like power is, a, I think, was a problem for Riley and a surprise, just like it was for James when me and James first played her. You're just like, I can't, like doing hands with Rachel, just warming up, I can't stay with Rachel for more than four or five. She just hit the ball so freaking hard with a soft paddle. It's like, it's like bad for my confidence to do hands for too long with this girl when we're about to play. It's like, I got to bail myself out. I can't, I can't stay with her. She hits so hard. Um, so I think that caused problems for Riley, like stuff that usually works against most women. She's just shutting it down, uh, including on the last point. And um, that was so sick. That was so sick. Once we got that match, I felt like that kind of deflated them a little bit because the Kawamoto magic had kind of worn off in singles. They were five and zero in the last season, but they didn't play well against Chicago. And, uh, and then me and Rachel were just, we played really well in, in our previous dream breaker. And I think we just had all the confidence and uh, yeah. And Zane, Zane and dream breakers were the stud both times. I think in both dream breakers, Zane went seven one against uh, Deckel and Riley. He did so so well, and I played really well against Jackie. I think that the main thing about our team is, like, we all still played pretty free in the Dream Breaker. Like, I don't think Zane gets tight. I watched a lot of our matches back. Tight. Like, I don't yeah. know why. I think it's because he's kind of like a wacky dude. Like, he doesn't even get tight. It's so funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was a really fun event. Okay. Last, anything else to say about, like, Anything in general about the event, about the results, the, the team results? Um, no, nothing Nothing else really stood out. Um, yeah. All right, give me your biggest, give me your, like, biggest overperformers and underperformers. Individually or team-wise? Mm, 
Let's go individual. We kind of already mentioned the teams. That's tough. I was hoping you were going to say teams. I know, um, but I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, it's it's okay. it's like it's like yes, you know, we don't we never want to say names, but it's also like you can just go on the player ranking list. It's not like this is a anything too original. We're going to be yeah. saying. I mean, Rachel Rachel definitely stands out as a as an overperformer. Yeah. Um, being a fourth round draft pick and then playing as well as she did is is. I think yeah. I don't think anybody else matched that at least this past event. You don't uh, want to say underperformer. Underperformer. I don't know because I, I didn't see I didn't see a lot of like the the pool play matches outside of our own because we were we were playing at the same time as a lot of people and then mm-hmm. had a short break between our matches so I didn't get to see a lot. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll say a few. I think um, for people who might have underperformed a little bit relative to their own expectations, like Lacey, I think Lacey went two and eight, two and nine, something like that, and uh, had a lot of match points or chances in the matches that, trust me, she's in a, you know, she's playing mixed with Eric Lang, who is a great men's player, but not as good at, at mixed, of course. But I think, I was talking to her, like she she can play a lot better than that. And, uh, and she knows it. And I think if she like levels up and plays better, um, in the next event, because I do think she can win mixed matches with Eric Lang. Like, Eric is still really solid, and Lacey has so much offense in mix that if she just kind of dials it in a little more consistent, I think they can they can get some wins as a number two mixed team. And in women's, they were so close. They beat Callie and Elise to start off the event, which was definitely an upset. But then from there, they they, they lost a few tight ones. Um, Lauren, I think, under you know, they had a lot of drama with her and Julian. It seemed like Julian was pretty unaffected by it it seemed you know he might have embraced you know being a little bit of the drama you know he, he likes to have the spotlight on him at mlp but i thought lauren could play better and i'm sure she will in the next one and that'll be it'll be huge for for the rancher squad i'm always rooting for for tim plitch love him uh, he's so nice the whole time his two of his sons who were at the event after the ranchers were eliminated they started wearing squeeze stuff they were cheering for us in the last day like in full squeeze gear in the first row uh it was awesome. maddie pickles got a got a signed shirt with all of us that zane wrote one and over to the ranchers uh, i think lauren comes to mind. and then colin colin one and five playing with jw and megan design not good raises some questions of i mean i think colin if there, if there's a challenger league next year, I don't know that you could justify taking him in premier, honestly. Um, just because you know, if you're if you're one and two with J Dub, it's not great. And then Megan Dazon is very solid. I mean, I guess in the last match he played with Tina Pisnik, but still, uh, to not to not bring home a mixed win is not is not great. Um, that would be people I would say I thought underperformed. If anyone else you think overperformed other than. Uh, other than Rachel, um, looking at the list, I don't think the Kawamoto's lost a match. I mean, no, not yeah, that's probably, not that's that's not expected, but like to win every single match when the rally scoring makes it so close, and that's tough to do. So I think they did really good. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. I think they were they're so good. They just they really make you earn every single point against them. Jade was undefeated uh, up until they lost to. Rachel and Zane, actually, Jade was undefeated. I think Jade was in contention for MVP uh, for sure. If if DC, I don't know if it would have been Riley or Jade, but I think both deserving. Um, yeah, so I, I thought uh, Tyra played great. 
Uh, she did really well all around and did really well in women's. And, and I don't know that they lost him. I don't know that she lost a mixed match with Federico as well. So Tyra played great, not to expect it. And Travis as well, I have to say, I think after the first uh, men's match for you guys, Trav going, winning his next five. Yeah. Uh, Travis played great. Uh, I think other than that, I feel like most people were kind of around, around what you would like roughly yeah. in the area that Christian as well. We kind of mentioned him. He played better than a lot of people thought he would. Um, I just thought AJ played well when I, when, when he was there the first day, it's hard to like, I could name a bunch of names, but a lot of people played great. Uh, some people will, you know, be looking to play better next time. I'm sure some people like myself who played had a great event, you know, maybe will not be as sharp. It's really a crapshoot and it's such a short, it's just a few days. It's really tough. And if you have one bad day, one bad team match, you can really like stink it up for, for your whole team. Um, and it's, it's like one loss can be so detrimental in pool play. Uh, anything else to say about premier? Um, no. Did you like the change to the scoring to where there's, they're saying there's no freeze and but there's still a freeze, but did you like that change? Um, I think, I mean, from a player standpoint, I kind of like the the freeze at 18 for the for the other team. But from a spectator standpoint, like it made the it made every match like you know really close. So I guess it made it more exciting for the fans to watch. Yeah, I uh, I liked it from that spectator. I understand it. It's the 2018 thing is really confusing. You know, if they're trying to sell like every point counts, and then it's like. At least when you only freeze, you know, you have to win on your serve. They can just say, like, you have to win on your serve, and it makes more sense in theory. But it definitely happens so fast. Like, when in the first team match, like, Andre and I are 2015 against Georgia, we feel like we're cruising. Then it's, it's like, in a heartbeat, you're tied up. You're, like, you feel like your back's against the wall. That's frustrating. But uh, it just you got to close it out. Um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be against if they just did away even with the the winning on your serve thing, though, and it's just true rally scoring because then I feel like if you get to the end and you're down 2017, you still feel like you have a chance. You just have to win three in a row, two on your serve. Um, but if you're down by more than that, it's like you've put yourself in a really bad situation. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It could go either way, but I I, I think – it's worth considering just completely doing away with just true rally, embrace true rally. Uh, I don't know, just thought. Um, Challenger League, you know, didn't follow it as closely as I usually do, to be honest. I was pretty uh, consumed by, like, what was going on in, in, like, my own matches. Like, I didn't follow the other groups as closely as I usually do even. Um, but, yeah, shout out CJ Klinger. I was really happy for him, though I have never seen anyone tighter than when CJ was playing against Megan Fudge in the semifinals and singles, Megan kind of daddied him up. Like it was so funny. Uh, it was because you know nothing at CJ, but you're generally rooting for the woman in uh, male female matchups, and uh, it was just so funny. Megan's getting so loud. CJ like missed a serve, like missed a return or two. Poor kid was so tight, but uh, they uh, but made up for it. Yeah, the rest of the team kind of – I mean, he was 7-5, but but a big thing was Yana going even with West Burroughs, like 4-4. Four, four. 
kind of allowed the other matchups to to kind of carry the the slot. But that was hilarious, honestly. But a well-deserved MVP. I think he really balled out. I feel kind of bad for Eva and Susanna. They've they're playing each other in yet another challenger final. <laughs> um, but uh, just struggling to get out of there, uh, which is I'm one of the ones that fall for that. But they're they seem to be too good for challenger. But people just aren't. I mean, I don't know if we had another draft. You know, tomorrow, like, there's a good chance that there's going to be a lot of movement and flux. But it seemed like in Challenger, a big theme was the teams with that cho- took women early did better. Which, yeah, uh, yeah it seems like the women are really, really important. It's just not as great. And there's a lot of men. I think we'll see a lot of teams will be dropping a player in the shuffle draft Challenger level. But that's all I really have to say about Challenger. Unfortunately, I wish I had more to say, but. We've already been talking for too long, and my voice is only going to be worse tomorrow than it is right now. I guess the last thing to mention would be the MVPs of Challengers, CJ Klinger, and, and for a Premier League, Anna Bright of the drop. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Our CJ. MVPs of MLP. Yes, CJ, I think he was really deserved. So the, I feel like I, me and Rachel were probably really even. So the way MVP selection works is there's a – there are five parties that each get a vote. There's a social vote that's done on like MLP Twitter and Instagram. That's just fans voting. And then the like various media entities in Pickleball each have a vote. And then there's like an MLP committee that had a vote. And I, I'm sure it was like, I barely got it because I, me and me or Rachel both could have gotten it and it would have been sick if we would have gotten it as a fourth round pick. I suspect if we have another great run and somehow get, get the dubski again, which would be sick, but very difficult. A lot have to go right to win. And we were very lucky to win the final. Um, you know, I want my girl Rach to get it. But yeah, I was really happy for CJ. Uh, he's improved so fast. I feel like really probably still underrated. Yeah. But yeah, let's end. Uh, are the ranchers going to bounce back? Are the ranchers to the ship next event? Of course, the ranchers are going to bounce back. What kind of question is that? But are they going to the ship or are they just, you know, going to make it out of group play? Like, what's the expectation? Uh, we've, we've got to talk about it. Oh, the sh- um, <laughs> I, thought you said, I thought you were going to ask me if we were going to make any trades or anything. We've got to talk about it. I, I don't know. We don't know on that part yet. Um, oh, my gosh. Tim, trade Dylan. Get rid of him. I think we can. I, th- I, think I don't we want can- him, though. But get rid of him. I think we can make the, the championship for sure if we play better. Trav, Trav wants it. Travis wants it badly. Get my boy Travis there and then think, lose to me. I thought Travis was playing very well. So I think everybody uh, I think everybody showed, showed signs of, of greatness, if you will. And uh, if we just – when did you show signs of greatness, Dylan? Huh? When did you show signs of greatness? Why should you have my babies? Man. Why should you have my MVP babies? <laughs> um, well, next time, next time, if, if, if we make it there, hopefully it's against you in the finals and, and we can, we can play for it. For who has whose babies? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do that. I, I can do that. Uh, I don't know if if it can go that way. I think it's gotta stay this way.
<laughs> maybe if, maybe if, you know, you should have been, the, I'll volunteer Zane to have your babies. I might volunteer Zayner to do that because I don't, I don't think that's something that I uh, can do. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, not unfortunately, that came out wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is there anything else to be said? Um, yeah. Okay. How many teams do you think are going to engage in like trades? Though, because I felt like after Mesa last season, I don't know if there were like any. I don't think any changes were made, pretty much. But then after Daytona, we saw a lot of changes. But I think after Mesa, everyone just chose to kind of stick with their squad. Do you think that's going to happen again, or do you think we're going to see a lot of movement? My prediction would be that we see a little more movement because I think, I think some teams felt like they waited till too late to make their moves last season. So I would expect to to see some more stuff happen between now and the next one. Yeah, I, I would think so too, especially because it's like, it sounds, it, it seems like there's not going to be, there's a good chance there's not a distinct premier and challenger next season. So they've kind of done away with promotion relegation. So then it's kind of like these owners are, they still care, but it's not, it's kind of like a, they can test, they can try some things out. They can see, you know, all right, let's see, just let, let's have some fun with it. You know, like is Richie, are the breakers going to stay the same? We all know Richie likes to, make moves, and now it's like his team did well, but, uh, you know. But they didn't win. They didn't win. The he didn't win, and Richie All always says if you don't win, he's and it's like you're not really playing for – because if, if they were playing for promotion with the Breakers dominating season one, they would – okay is perfectly fine. But now it's like why not swing for the fences and, and try to make a lot of moves. Rich, I could see Richie pulling something. He only keeps one player. I wouldn't even be surprised if Richie like just does some crazy stuff and <laughs> tanks the team more likely than not if he did that much. But uh, yeah, I think I think we're gonna see a lot more movement than we did in season one after the first event because you got to give your team a chance to gel as well um, if you make changes you like. So yeah, any any last thoughts, Dill? Anything I forgot about? Next tournament, Vegas, and. Um... After that, I think we've got a little no, bit of a no, break. Yeah, but we are back to podcasting regularly, so we'll talk about Vegas next week. Okay. Because I think that's, that's it then. That's it then. Oh, and also, everyone, Vegas week is my birthday week, so don't forget to tell me happy birthday that week. Don't forget. I will remember. I will remember. Tell me happy birthday. I'm going to be 24. That's mid-20s. Can you imagine being in your mid-20s, Dylan? Dang. You're getting up there. Getting up there. And everybody, like 95% of the people listening to this are definitely like way older than me. And they're like, going to be like, no, that's so, like, you're so young. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm be like, I'm going to be in my mid-20s. Now I'm in like my low 20s. That's kind of cute and everything. You know, I'm like, you don't have to have things figured out. You just got out of college, right? Mid-20s. Yikes. Yuck. Yuck. It's time to start getting someone out of my babies in my mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You keep looking at someone. So I feel like, yeah. All right. We'll wrap, but thanks for listening everyone and uh, go squeeze. You can get this sick merch on Orlando squeeze.com. And I don't know where you're selling this, but that is on DD there. All right. Thanks for listening everyone. Thank you.